the B2B Messaging Podcast by Winter. Welcome back to the B2B Messaging Podcast. Today I have John Levis, Senior Product Marketing Manager at Log Rocket. John, thanks so much for being on today. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Just wanted to get started by getting to know you a little bit better. How did you end up in product marketing? Why did you choose that path? I think if for anyone who's listened to past episodes of this podcast, I'm, I'm going to echo a familiar refrain and say it, it was honestly kind of by accident. I think that's that happens a lot in product marketing, but I, I do think people fall into that accident by a lot of different paths. So for me, I actually started out doing some consulting work, I spent about a year and a half doing that. And a lot of the companies that I worked with were software companies, and I, I really enjoyed working with them and understanding how those businesses operated and sort of what made them tick. And when I decided I wanted to get into software sort of full-time and really immerse myself in it, I was looking for where in a company I, I would fit. And I knew I didn't really want to get into sales and I didn't have the technical background to get into engineering, but marketing and, and sort of product marketing in particular really sort of stood out to me because I had a sort of liberal arts background from school and I knew how to write and I knew how to talk to people and I knew how to sort of pick things up quickly, all of which are, are super valuable skills for a product marketer. And product marketing had that added bonus of being sort of a, a nexus point within the organization, right? So working with the rest of marketing and working with sales and working with product engineering and, and customer success. So it was really, like I said, sort of a happy accident, but something that I've really taken and, and run with over the last few years. So, John, how is messaging currently being done at LogRocket? Yeah, I think a lot of it is listening and asking questions. So spending a lot of time talking directly with our customers and our prospects to really figure out what are their priorities, what are their needs, what are their pain points. We listen to a lot of calls between sales and, and customers and customer success and customers and looking for sort of those moments where the customer or the prospect kind of gets it and then trying to unpack that and figure out, okay, how do we fine tune messaging to help get to that point as quickly as possible? And then also, you know, we spend a lot of time meeting with product to understand how we need to shift that messaging based on what's on the roadmap and, and how the product itself is evolving. Who at your company is coming up with the key messages that you're wanting to send out to the market? It, it's really a team effort. Product marketing plays a, a big role, especially on that sort of research and, and angle where you're talking to customers. But I think the, the biggest role that product marketing plays is just kind of helping to, I guess, make sense of what we're hearing from all the different teams, right? There's, there's feedback coming in from all different angles, like I just talked about. And a lot of what product marketing does is figuring out the common threads from that feedback and, and understanding how we can take that and sort of condense it into a message that, that we put out to market. So, you know, ultimately product marketing is going to consolidate all of that and we'll sort of make a recommendation about sort of what we want the message or the messages to be. And then we're a small enough company still that a lot of what we do goes to the CEO. And so he'll kind of give it a final once over and, you know, provide his own little tweaks and, and then we'll start pushing it out to the market. Who is it at the company that takes the messaging and turns it into website copy? 
it's definitely collaborative here. Ultimately, it's product marketing, though, working pretty closely with our growth team just to make sure that anything we're saying is going to be said on the website in a way that's going to resonate most kind of on that channel and at that point in the funnel. Right? I think a lot of messaging is is understanding once you have that overarching theme of, of what you want to say about your product or your company, it, it's then taking that and understanding how you apply it at, at the channel level and at different points of the funnel and to different audiences. How do you know that your messaging is working? I think it's definitely an art and a science. I don't want to sound too cliche there, but on that sort of art side of things, I think as a product marketer and, and anyone who, who is involved with or works on messaging, one of the most like I guess satisfying things you can hear is when you're on a customer call or you're listening to a customer call and you hear the customer or the prospect sort of regurgitate that messaging back at you unprompted, right? That I think is is a really clear indication that you've gotten traction with your messaging. But there are definitely quantitative things that, that we look at as well, starting at the top of the funnel and sort of working our way down all the way to win rate. What metrics do you follow to help signify that the messaging is working? We do a lot of product-led growth at LogRocket. So some of the metrics we're tracking are things like trial signups or trial conversions are all really important. We're also just looking generally at, at sort of top of the funnel traffic. And we're looking at when people end up on LogRocket, where are they going from kind of that homepage? Are they, are they bouncing immediately or are they getting sort of hooked by that H1, right, that we have? And, and is that leading them to do some exploring and then ultimately sign up for that trial and, and long-term convert to be a paid user? What ongoing activities, if you have any, do you use to improve your messaging and positioning? Like I mentioned earlier, we're always talking with customers to understand, you know, what their pain points are, what they're looking to get out of out of a product, what what their overall initiatives are, because a lot of the time people don't come to you with a specific need. I mean, sometimes they do, but I think we're we're at a point in our market where there isn't necessarily this defined need or this defined budget for sort of a digital experience analytics solution like LogRocket. So a lot of it is understanding how they're thinking about things and figuring out how we can bridge that so that they can go from wherever they are at point A to we need a digital experience analytics solution in, in point B. You know, we use tools like Winter a lot when it comes to testing and collecting kind of unbiased feedback, especially at, at a larger scale. And, you know, always have your ear to the ground when it comes to like, what are our competitors saying and doing? So what are the, what are the macro trends, right? Both like in our market and for our audience, but just also like in the world as a whole, right? Obviously the things that we've seen going on with, with the global economy, right? For the past kind of year, 18 months has had an impact on, on how people think about buying processes. And we've tweaked our messaging to sort of work within that. How often do you make changes or updates to your messaging and positioning? I don't think we have really a set timeline for making changes to messaging or positioning. It's not like we're saying, oh, it's been three months, you know, time to update our messaging, right? I think we're, we're certainly doing periodic reviews and saying, hey, it's, you know, it's been a couple months since we changed our messaging or is it, is it still resonating? Do we need to consider changing it? So we'll do that on, on maybe like a quarterly basis. But usually changes in messaging are, are kind of more event-based, right? So internally, a lot of the times it's, it's something like a, a new product or a feature release that's going to change the, 
direction of the company that is going to have a big impact on messaging, but then also changes to the macro environment, like I just talked about. And, you know, oftentimes those things are a little more gradual. So I think that's why it's really important to kind of keep your ear to the ground, like I said earlier, and, and always be doing that research to say, hey, what's changing? What's, what's going on here? And I think we do, you know, as we think we, we see changes happening, we'll come up with hypotheses and, you know, often we'll sort of test messaging on a small scale to see if, if we can get some early signals of traction before we kind of push it out more broadly. This question is a little bit more personal to you. Is there a specific product or a launch or a company that you had the most fun working on messaging? I know there's maybe a little recency bias here, but we just a couple months ago launched Galileo, which is LogRocket's machine learning layer. And there was a lot of fun stuff behind that messaging, I think for a couple of reasons. So one, it was as a company, our first sort of foray into ML which meant that it was just really exciting to kind of explore a new area and create messaging for a brand new product that just kind of like, you know, going into almost going into the unknown, right. Is, is just exciting and you're exploring new ground and everything you're doing is, is kind of discovery rather than just sort of making tweaks and, and little iterative improvements. Everything is pretty greenfield. Um, second, you know, it, it, it really solved for a problem that a lot of our customers had, right. So it's designed to sort of cut through the noise of, of legacy error tracking tools and, and help our customers find what we call sort of needle in the haystack issues that are really affecting their apps. And so there's a lot of fun in the research phase when we would talk to customers and sort of explain what the product was designed to do and, and then sort of see their faces light up as they sort of wrap their heads around what it could do and started thinking about how they would apply that to their day to day. So there was a lot of satisfaction there. And then, I think the third thing is just that like product wise, it's, it's a big differentiator for LogRocket. And as we've rolled out that messaging, it's been fun to see it sort of help us win deals out in the field. To become great at crafting messaging, what do you think is needed? So I think the biggest thing is, is practice, right? Practice makes perfect. Everyone says it, but messaging is not something that you just sort of pick up overnight. There are a lot of great resources out there that can get you started, but ultimately you just sort of have to get your hands dirty and and practice and, and do all that to really sort of refine that technique and, and also just like figure out what works for you. I think everyone is going to be a little different. And then there are some sort of truisms that, that I think hold for everyone. So I think it's important to learn how to quickly pick up on patterns and trends in, in whatever your source material is, right? Whether it's it's third-party research or talking to customers or anything like that. And then being able to sort of distill those down into concise messaging that can then be told in a way that's going to resonate with customers. I think that's pretty core to anything you do with, with messaging. But outside of that, I think a lot of it is is just sort of figuring out how you best work within those things and sort of what what systems and what processes work for you so that you can get those answers in, in sort of a quick and efficient way. John, thank you so much for being on today. Do you have any parting words of advice or tips that have helped you throughout your career? The number one thing I would say is you can't ever ask too many questions, right? So when you're talking to customers and prospects, go that next level deeper, right? And ask them why they're doing this thing, right? A lot of times I think that's where the real value lies. You know, you're you're probably going to go into a call with 
a set list of questions that you want to ask. But sometimes, you know, you don't, you don't always have to cover all of those questions, I guess, right? Sometimes it's okay to go down a rabbit hole because a customer says something really interesting halfway through and you want to follow that thread and see where it goes. That's often, I think, where some of the most interesting insights come from, right? Or, you know, when, when you're looking at market trends or when you're looking at your competitor's messaging, I think asking yourself why they message that way can be super valuable. One thing that we're really big on at LogRocket is talking about sort of first principles thinking, which is this idea that you want to break things down into their core components to really understand what, what the why is behind it before you build it back up. And I think this really applies to messaging as well. So you need to look to understand how you can break things down, the themes that you're hearing into their core components to, to get to that core why. And that's what's going to allow you to really build it up into great messaging. Well, once again, John Levis, Senior Product Marketing Manager at LogRocket. Thanks again for being on today. Thanks for having me. A lot of fun. We'll see you next time.